The parties have agreed to remain engaged in sustained, continuous, and substantive negotiations on the core issues, and they will meet within the next two weeks uh, in either Israel or the Palestinian territories in order to begin the process of formal negotiation. The parties have agreed here today that all of the final status issues, all of the core issues, and all other issues are all on the table for negotiation. And they are on the table with one simple goal, a view to ending the conflict, ending the claims. Our objective will be to achieve a final status agreement over the course of the next nine months. These are the words of US Secretary of State John Kerry, as reported by the BBC, and they fall right in line with how Bible prophecy depicts the state of Israel in the time period just before the return of Christ. This is Matt Davies joining you for Bible in the News. So another week has gone by and yet again Israel features heavily in the news. For such a small area of the earth per square foot it must receive more media coverage than any other part of the planet. This time the news focuses in and around the efforts of John Kerry who has had six visits to the Middle East since entering office in February. His efforts seem to now be bearing fruit as Israel and the Palestinians have agreed to discuss peace. It has come at a high price to Israel though. During the early part of last week, Israel announced the release of 104 long-term Palestinian prisoners. This was approved by the Israeli cabinet on Sunday after a tough debate during which the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu was reported to have stressed the need to take tough and painful decisions in order to move towards renewed peace negotiations. Netanyahu faced severe criticism to which he sent an open letter to Jewish citizens explaining why he had decided to agree to this deal. One of the leading critics was coalition partner and leader of the Jewish Home Party, Naftali Bennett, who was reported to have said, terrorists must be killed, not released. In every one of my previous positions, I fought against releasing terrorists, and I have no intention of acting any differently when I'm in the cabinet. Let my hand be cut off should I vote in favour of releasing terrorists. We support the peace process, but no country in the world would agree to the release of murderers as a gift. The Palestinians had warned, though, that without Israel consenting to their demands to have the prisoners released, they would not even contemplate peace talks. Israel, in its drive for peace, has therefore consented. And in a biased media, this point seems to have been overlooked. It appears that peace talks have started only because Israel have been prepared to lose ground at the beginning of the process. Here we are then. Another peace process has begun. And these developments all sit in line with what we might expect to see as we live in the latter days. In Ezekiel 38, the Bible records the state of the world just before a worldwide controversy affects the land of Israel. At the start of the chapter, we read of a group of nations 
called by their ancient names. These nations attack the land and people of Israel. We then read in verse 18 that this is the time that God acts to save his people of Israel. And linking this with companion prophecies such as Zechariah 12 verse 10 and Zechariah 14 verse 1 to 4, we see that God's intervention is done through one who the, whom the Jews once pierced. So we see that enigmatically hidden within these passages are prophecies of how Jesus Christ and his immortalised faithful followers will reveal themselves to the nations of the earth and establish their reign. The events foretold are what true followers of Christ are looking forward to. The start of the kingdom of God, the restored kingdom of Israel in the past, when Jesus Christ will sit on the throne of his father David, as was recorded in Luke 1, verse 32. However, what is interesting in the context of our news stories this week is the condition of Israel at the time of the invasion. Obviously, the first thing to note is that Israel actually exists and the Jews have actually been regathered to their own land. And when we look back in time, we can therefore see the declaration of the nation of Israel in 1948 and their subsequent survival against all odds as the continued fulfilment of this prophecy. Other things to note, though, is the state of things in the land. Consider verse 8, which says, After many days thou shalt be visited... In the latter years thou shalt come into the land that is brought back from the sword and is gathered out of many people against the mountains of Israel, which have been always waste. But it is brought forth out of the nations and they shall dwell safely, all of them. And then in verse 11, we read, And thou shalt say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages I will go to them that are at rest, that dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates. So here we read that Israel is in a state of peace. They are dwelling safely. And when we look at Israel today and consider these things, it would be hard to say that this was in place. Things must change for the full criteria of the prophecy to be met. So when we hear then of another peace process beginning, we ask the question, is this the angels working behind the scenes to produce the situation required by this prophecy? Mr. John Kerry thinks he can get peace in nine months, and we don't know if he can. We do not know if this is indeed the final piece of the jigsaw puzzle being finally put into place. But what we can do, though, is watch and consider if we are ready for that time when Jesus Christ will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, as is recorded in 1 Thessalonians 4.16. To ask whether we are ready for the time when the Lord Jesus Christ shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, as is recorded in 2 Thessalonians 1 verse 8. And so as we see these developments occurring in Israel, and as we hear the cry for peace getting louder, we consider the wonder of God's word, and we wonder about our position before our God. Do we know his gospel? Do we live it? Soon the time of opportunity will be at an end. 
So let us watch and wait patiently then for the kingdom of God and for the return of Jesus Christ. Join us again next week if our Lord has not returned for another Bible in the News.